Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Power Word Series, share number 21. We're going to talk now about how one should avoid defensively attacking someone who tries to correct you. There's one understandable but difficult emotion that takes place when someone is well-meaning and is trying to correct something that you're doing, and even if they say it in the most respectful manner, it's very easy to feel defensive. Many people just simply dislike being corrected. Um, when someone points out to them that they're doing something wrong, they immediately feel the need to attack that person who tried to correct them. That's a defense mechanism that leads a person to lash out. Instead of introspecting to find ways that can improve themselves, they try to ward off criticism by answering back, by insulting back, by being sarcastic back. Now, even if someone spoke to you with a calm voice, it's normal to feel attacked because anytime someone is trying to influence a person to behave differently, the defensive feeling comes in. And therefore, it's very, very important if someone is respectful in the way they're trying to correct something, not to fall into that trap and not to insult back or verbally attack that person who is trying to correct you. I'm not talking about when they were actually yelling and cursing you out. That's a different story. I'm talking about someone that respectfully is correcting you about something. So one says to the other, I think if you want to get a better mark, I think you should study more for the test get defensive and say, so you study all the time? You waste more time than I do. Who are you to tell me what to do? Or I don't think it's proper that you boast so much. You show off too much. You know, he said that even if he said in a respectful way, you answer back, you know, at least have what to boast about. But the bottom line is, is this is not constructive. And let's say there's a valid reason why you feel that other person was wrong in trying to correct you. Then you respond back to the person in a polite manner, even if you disagreed with that person. If he was sincerely trying to help you improve, you disagree with him in a respectful way. I understand why you said this, but that's not correct because of so-and-so-and-so. And that is really the idea that's very, very important. You know, not to lash out. Like, why are you trying to correct me? You know, you, you have just as many faults as I do, even more. Or, uh, what do you think? You're Hashem's policeman? You know, leave me alone. What, what you're all of a sudden Mr. Mashkiach? But if they're sincere in their desire to help you, then you could say, I thank you very much for pointing this out, and I appreciate it, and I'm going to take it into consideration. Or I appreciate your concern. And um, and even if, let's say, you disagree, you say, for example, the situation's a little different than you, you, you thought, but I appreciate you telling me that, and, and I appreciate it. And you could diffuse the situation that way. This concept of working on oneself when they're feeling defensive is so important in every relationship, and particularly in marriage where husband is gently trying to correct his wife or vice versa, and each one feels very defensive about it. And it's important to overcome that feeling of defensiveness 
and communicate in a healthy way. So that's one aspect of today's lesson, of to learn when you're being defensive to make sure to handle it right and not attack the person that was trying to correct you. Another aspect is not to cause pain to someone by deflating their ego. Basically, someone is taking pleasure in something they accomplished. Let's say, let's say, even if you feel they're overdoing it, but it makes them feel good, then to knock them down is is a malicious pleasure, basically. You're enjoying bringing someone down, dragging them down. And some people do this to be spiteful or out of envy. Some simply lack their awareness. But basically, the concept is like this. If someone is making a statement of how proud he or she is about something that they said and did, and you're listening to it, don't say a comment that will cause that person to feel inadequate or foolish or, 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 or lower in any way. So that's very, very important. Not to deflate someone who is feeling good about things and taking pleasure in something. You let him talk and you listen. Even encourage if you can to make him feel good. Another thing is which is an interesting halacha. It, it's Ainas Dvarim to set up a situation that will eventually cause distress, even though right now there's no suffering at this point in time. So, for example, in the Kesportan Achayish in Shulchan Arach, Simen Reish Chav Ches, Sif Dalit, that someone asks another person where he can purchase a certain item. It's also to tell that person to go somewhere to a store where you know that item is not being sold. Now, at the time you're saying these words, there's no painful feelings. You gave him some misinformation, but right now there's no tsar. You're just telling him, oh, you want to buy this? Go to this and this store. So right now there's no tsar. But when, based on your recommendation, he will go to try to that store to purchase that item... And they don't sell it there, and the potential buyer looks foolish, and you get, you know, you send them on a wild goose chase. That's when the tsar is going to take effect. So you set up a chain of events that will lead to emotional pain. That's usser, even though the words themselves did not cause pain. All you said was a misleading information. That store will have that item, but it caused pain later. That is also a Nasdavaram. It's an interesting halacha, which means that you have to not just weigh the words themselves, if the words are causing pain right now or not, but to also, when you're measuring your words, will it have an effect later that will cause emotional pain or financial distress? Another aside that's important to know is sometimes one needs to deliver painful messages. You know, people don't want to be the one to tell somebody else that someone was nifter or something like that, and you try to be maramazid or not be the one to say it, but sometimes you're the person that needs to say it. So it will cause suffering, but you're not by giving him a painful message of something that he needs to know. You're not being over anything. 
but you're still obligated to be as sensitive as possible, to empathize with the pain, plan in advance how you're going to word it, you daven Hashem to give you siyat d'shmai to say it over in a tactful way and in a sensitive way. When you know that your message will be painful, you yourself will experience some stress. So try to be calm yourself before speaking to that person. Take your time. Make sure that the message is as sensitive as possible. Not to be said over in a blunt way, but in a sensitive, caring way. So the few halachas that we talked about in this particular shir are all very, very important. Number one, to handle defensiveness in a healthy way, to respond with respect, not to deflate someone's ego when they're proud of something and they're, you see they're excited about something or they, they're, they're, they're acknowledging in themselves something good they accomplished, to not deflate them, but to encourage them or to listen to them, not to cause not only pain with words, but any ramification of pain that may happen later, you be careful and weigh your words. And when you need to deliver painful messages, to do it in, the, in a way that is the most calmest way possible and in a way that would put the person in, in as much ease as possible under the situation. Bracha